The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. That's Hannah over there. And this is the EP Podcast. 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb that is for Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. And on this episode, we're going to be talking with the new owner of Porter Cullens. I'm also going on a field trip this week, and I'm kind of excited about it because I used to not be able to do those. This episode of the EP Podcast is brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. 4% APY statement saving special over there. And after my son Nicholas made his first communion this past weekend, and congratulations to him and all the first communicants at all the area schools over the weekend, he has a bunch of money sitting on my dresser, and I have to put it into a bank. So I'll be heading down to 95th and Pulaski and I will be getting a Junior Savers account. Your child's bright financial future starts with learning good money habits early in life. Help them get ahead with a Junior Savers account from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Kids earn interest on every dollar they deposit, so they get to watch their money grow. Show your kids how fun and rewarding saving can be and set them up for success. Now, there's no minimum deposit to open, and this kid's got checks, he's got cash, he's very excited about it, and if I just give it to him, it's going to disappear. And if it stays on my dresser, I'm going to just spend it myself. So I've got to get it into the bank. So at some point this week, you will see me and little Nicholas sitting over there at 95th and Pulaski getting a Junior Savers account. This episode and every episode of the EP podcast originates on a Monday on demand anywhere podcast can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. You can listen on Monday. You can listen on any day. It's on demand. It's like Netflix for radio. That's what a podcast is. But you know that. We're also dabbling in live streams, a video live stream from the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar of the EP podcast each and every Thursday night from 8 to 9 p.m. As of now, it's carried on YouTube as a live show. Also on Facebook, if you follow our Facebook page and through our Twitter page as well. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, you can leave comments in the margins of the show and we can read them on the air. You can also see the link that we put out and then you, the listener, can join us on the show. We've heard so much about Hannah's dating life. This interaction happened on the last live broadcast this past Thursday when one of her guys got on the line and explained to us how he met Hannah. Okay, so yeah. you met him once. Yeah. Yeah. Was this, was this, can I get into this or no? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I'm looking at her because she's not <laughs> sure. She's sitting there. Like, the funny thing about Hannah is she's like, my whole personal life's going to be on live uh, stream. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what it, happens. It's here. one of the risks I Okay, take. so is this something where it was an app? Did you slide into her DMs? How did this work? So the very first time we met, as you know, women love men in uniforms, correct? For the most that part. is true. What kind of uniform are you wearing there? Uh, my McDonald's uniform. Awesome. I was working. The, yeah, I, I worked the second window at the local <laughs> McDonald's, and uh, she came through the drive-through, and I, you know, she was very beautiful. And I'm like, I'm going to give this woman some extra fries in her bag. Oh right then God. and there, boom, got her. Hook, line, and sinker. Hold on a second. Let so, me get this straight. Hold on. I just want to make sure this is a real thing. You're working the McDonald's. 
You see a hottie come through the McDonald's, you throw extra fries. How often do you throw extra fries? And is there a certain level? Like, you know, if she's an eight, she gets fries. If she's a nine, she gets like an apple pie. Like, is like, how does it work? Well, I mean, it really depends on uh, what we have going on, how busy we are. It's a very busy location. Okay. All right. So sometimes it's an apple pie. If our, if our uh, ice cream machine is working, maybe I'll slide in some ice cream, depending. Um, so, you know, so we met that way. And instantly she's like, oh, my God, I just need to connect with this guy. So I was like, hey, Hannah, we're, I'm about to go to my second job. So why don't you come over there and we can, we can hang out, we can talk. Because McDonald's, the second window of McDonald's is obviously my, my first job. Um, so she's like, all right, I, I'm not doing nothing. So go to the second job, give her the address, give you the address. Yes. And, uh, you know, walk in. And I actually own the business that I work at for my second job. I'm a business owner, small business owner. Um, and everyone has heard of Chippendales. So I own the business of, it's called Chunkendales. It's for a little bit heavier guys with dad bods. Same premise, though. <laughs> This is so not true. (laughs) Incredible story. Rich and compelling. All right, now this is fun. I've been in Porter Collins a bunch of times, but I've always talked to the same people whenever I check in on what's going on over here. And now Kirtan Gandhi is the new owner, and you are the most requested guest that we've had in a couple of months where people want to know what's going on and who who's in charge now over at Porter Collins and you stepped in and and you got this beautiful place here on 99th Street welcome to the show how are you I'm doing great thanks for having me I appreciate it first restaurant yes actually it is my first restaurant so why Porter Collins I'll jump right into it like why did you say this is a place I want to invest in I want to run I mean I like the place too but I, I didn't come over and try to buy it so uh, I've always loved people uh, I love hosting I love uh, making sure everyone has a good time. And uh, one of the things that I, I love about uh, Porter Collins is it's in the community, and I love community. Um, I love uh, talking to the folks within the community, hearing what they like, what are some things that they want to be able to see, something new. And when I met uh, Jerry, uh, Dory, and you know the McGraths as well, and it, it was just, it, it felt so perfect, right? You were right in the middle of the neighborhood, you're um, you're in the hustle and bustle of everything. It's pre-established. Everyone loves the food. Everything is made fresh here. Nothing is frozen, um, and it's a beautiful building. They've done a fantastic job here. So it used to be saw, a butcher shop, you know? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It used to be a butcher My shop. My dad used to get his his, his uh, Thanksgiving turkey here and his Christmas ham and everything else like that. Then they turned into a pub, and he didn't really complain. Yeah, of course no, not. Why no, would you? We, I mean, we're here he, all the he time. Good, good for Guinness and. Uh, <laughs> Some egg rolls, and it's not such a bad place after all, right? No, no, we'll take it here. We'll take it here. But it is unique. It it sits right in the middle of a neighborhood. This isn't like on a main street, although there are every once in a while you get people who aren't from Evergreen who drive down it like it's 95th Street. But generally, this is a a quiet street. You got schools that are all around the area. You got uh, Southwest Grammar Schools right here on the corner. You got Brother Rice and Macaulay. You you also have uh, St. Xavier around the corner. And you've got a neighborhood here in the Southwest Quadrant that's pretty tight-knit. And so you sit right in the middle of that. Now, what's your feelings when you when you look around and say, well, I have this this really cool pub, but I also have a community that sits right on top of it. Uh, stewardship, right? You want to be a good steward of the community. And I, 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 I you ask how I feel about all of those things. I feel so much gratitude. Uh, it's not every day that you walk into a place that you purchase that you have an audience that's so willing to be supportive 
and you don't want to do things that are going to mess with the flow of the community. You want to add to it. You want to be a part of the tapestry of it. And that is really the goal I have for Porter Collins is how do we continue to be good stewards in the neighborhood? How do we continue to help grow the neighborhood? How do we make sure everyone is comfortable in the neighborhood and they feel like they have a place to go whenever they want a good meal, whenever they need a drink, whenever they need someone to talk to? I'm always willing to have a conversation, by the way. I but, noticed that. Yeah. I, I, I bumped into you last week and I was like, I'm going to go down there and see if I could meet him and ask him if he wants to come on the show. And I was in here just, just before we started talking and you were finishing up talking to somebody else. You're stopping at like every table. You're, you're a very talkative guy. I think that personality is going to pay off for you here. <laughs> but I mean, like it's been a thing that's worked fairly well in the neighborhood but you seem like you have some ideas so what, what's your immediate plans right now i noticed we have different chairs in here that's the first <laughs> thing i saw yeah i i, I got some new chairs in here um you know the red chairs were a staple here for a long time but i wanted to give a, a little bit of a softer cushion just so you know you feel comfortable they're comfy you're... yeah they're comfy. They're comfy. um and uh you know getting some new bar stools as well so you know uh you have a little bit uh, a place to sit where you feel comfortable can stay there for a couple hours have a good time you know talk with your uh fellow neighbors uh, additionally we're going to be building out the outside as well so the patio i'm getting all new patio furniture i'm working with this i have to work with the city to get a pergola put up as well we will be redoing the facade of the building as well so that um and we are uh, soliciting a local artist to paint a mural as an ode to Evergreen Park. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, you know, and to our first responders. We've had a few. We've had a few local artists on the show to be very excited uh, to hear about. Oh, that. Absolutely. Yeah. So we are looking to do that as well, uh, with an ode to the community, an ode to the community members, um, you know, to the the Irish heritage of Porter Collins, uh, our collective American community as well for the United States. So we're going to try to embody all of those things. So, again, this is not my bar this is our bar it right. is our community bar and i want it very much to feel that way when folks come in here and like you said i like to have conversations with people because i i'm on an ever long quest to learn uh from everyone else because everyone shares a different experience and it's awesome and i love that part of it and that kind of led me to purchasing porter collins and being in this industry altogether from my previous you know, career is that I just want to talk to folks and hear their stories and hear what they can, wisdom they can bestow upon me. So I'm very, very fortunate to that end. What are we, what are we trying here? I want to make sure that if you're on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see it. I've had this before here, but this is the, the what? These are the Irish uh, eggs. Irish eggs. And they're, they're spectacular. I, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to try one, of course, <laughs> in front of everybody. You told me you couldn't have one. You're vegetarian. You I am vegetarian. I, I am a is, ve that, is that an odd thing to run a restaurant and you you don't you don't eat all of the food in the restaurant? I don't eat all of the food, but I do have many taste testers come in and make sure. <laughs> I'll my, be a taste hey, tester. There you, you go. All right. Many of my 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 friends have come in and tried the food, particularly before I purchased the place to make sure that they enjoyed it as well. <laughs> so you said Irish heritage. My last name's Italian. Okay, but I do have some Irish heritage. Gandhi doesn't seem like it's an Irish name. So why an Irish pub? Well, so I've been to Ireland a couple of times, and I think whether you're Irish or I, I'm Indian by background, but, you know, warmth of culture transcends boundaries, right? Transcends borders, and I think that Irish culture is a very warm culture, a very welcoming culture. Uh, and I think that's the same for Indian culture, American culture, and I think we just happen to be fortunate in that this is an Irish pub in an Irish neighborhood, and why not, you know, balloon that idea even further because the ideas of community and warmth are they transcend borders right so 
That's why I love it. And I love the fact that I love Ireland. <laughs> and, so, and I love having Guinness. So it all works out for me. I love this. We, you're, you're Indian and you go to Ireland. You're like, no, I love Ireland. Ireland's my deal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy an Irish pub on the south side of Chicago. And you just call me Kirtan O'Gandhi. And I mean, we're right there. We're all good and ready to go. That's awesome. By the way, this place is packed. On St. Patrick's Day and yeah. that whole time, were you were you around getting ready for the sale? Oh, I had I had heard about it, and I had not actually come in that day. But as I talked to uh, the previous owners, they did mention to me that it's it jammed. was jam packed. The Lanuti family had a table right over here for at least eight hours. Yeah, there you go. Like we were just never leaving. You know, I. Kids come walking in and stuff like that. I would imagine you want to keep that kind of a vibe because I know Absolutely. when I'm up here in the afternoon having something to eat, they come walking back, especially my high school kids, but even the grammar school guy coming back with his backpack, jumps in here with his buddies, has something to eat. Of course. Yeah. Everyone is welcome here. We want everyone to feel welcome. Like I said, this is your bar. It's the community bar, and I, I want to keep it that way. So anyone and everyone is welcome to come in here, and I want to keep that vibe. I want families to feel welcome here. and. Um, you know, and if you're here just in the late evening and want to have a have a pint and talk to your neighbors, you're more than welcome for that as well. I know one of the things that they were real big on was their pours of Guinness. Yeah. Like Guinness Corporation had been out here. Mm -hmm. They trained their staff. They brought some of them to Ireland. You know, you may be a vegetarian, but I see that you, you poured yourself one. <laughs> yeah, so you do enjoy a Guinness from time absolutely. to time. Absolutely. I'll cheers you on that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, like, how important is it then? Like, is that something that you'll kind of keep up? The idea of there's a specific way to pour this. And, and, and keep like the, if we're gonna serve this, we're gonna serve it the right way. If we're gonna do it, do it right. Have pride in the product, have pride in your work, and it, it should stay at the highest quality. And that is something we will stand by. Um, I think the one great thing about Porter Collins, one of the many great things about Porter Collins that the previous owners have done, everything is fresh. Yeah. Everything is made specifically the way it's intended to. And um, we wanna keep that going, and I don't ever intend on changing that part of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I hear your background as somebody who's vegetarian, and I know that that's kind of a, a thing now. We've had a couple of, we have a vegan chef that is from Evergreen that we've recently featured on the show. Will you see, will we see any menu additions, changes, anything like that? So the core menu will stay the same, but we are going to be doing seasonal specials. We will have different types of sandwiches. For example, this week we're doing a caprese sandwich, which has not been done before, with the homemade uh, pesto. That is a vegetarian, but you can get it with chicken. So you will start to see that. You will see additional ideas around uh, pairing menus. So where you have uh, a seasonal dish, for example, a ceviche, and we'll pair it with a refreshing cocktail for the summertime, right? And then, you know, a, a light item, a savory item, a hearty item paired with a drink. So you'll see new items, but you need not uh, fear. The, the core item, the shepherd's pie, the egg rolls, everything is staying. All those things are staying. So our menu is intended to be additive. And if the community has a very strong response and they really enjoy it, we will make it part of our permanent menu. One of the big things that I've noticed, uh, you know, I do the EP podcast. I do a bunch of other shows. I do Southside Pot. Southside Pot, we do a lot of traveling around to nearby breweries, distilleries. I mean, you've got you've got a couple of them over here in the Beverly neighborhood, Horse Thief Hollow, sure. Open Outcry. Uh, you got Blue Island Beer Company not far away in, in Blue Island. Uh, there's one Allegiance out in Chicago Ridge. I mean, you could sure. just stretch out and find breweries everywhere. Thornton Distilling is making all kinds of different spirits and stuff. How much local? will we see here at the bar? Absolutely. So I think we will keep our core products. Obviously, we'll have our Guinness, uh, our Miller Lite, uh, our Southside Water, as uh, a lot of people affectionately <laughs> call it. Um, but we will be working with local 
breweries, we do want to bring it in, but we want to ultimately provide what the community is looking for, right? So we want to support our fellow businesses. Obviously, we want to keep uh, our community strong, but then beyond that, you know, we also want to think about what do our customers want. So, you know, I say that to all of our customers here. If there is something that you're jonesing for, there is no idea uh, too small or too large to uh, bring forth, and I will do the things in my power to bring those to life. So whether that be a, a local brewery, a distillery, or a menu item you'd like to see, uh, I'd be happy to try to make those things happen. He's here too. Every time I pop my head in here, this guy's <laughs> running around. Okay, You're going to meet him if you come if you come walking in the yeah, door. What did you do before this? I, were you in the restaurant world or no? Uh, no, I was actually uh, a management consultant, which a lot of folks are like, what does that mean? Well, you, you had something to do with running businesses. Businesses, right. Yeah, you know, well, I, you need to know how to do that to run a restaurant. Right. It seems like one of the more difficult ones to run. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I worked with a lot of Fortune 500 companies. If you've seen Office Space, you can call me one of the Bobs from that. I was kind of <laughs> that kind of guy, right? Like going in an efficiency expert, if you will. But, um, you know, my job was really to help companies that were going through mergers and acquisitions or looking to expand. Um, and uh, that was my previous career for 16 years. Uh, and then I went into day trading for a bit. I do that on the side, and, and now I have Water Collins. So it's kind of an uh, interesting journey to, to bring me here. Kirtan, uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank you so you're much. You're living a dream that I think most of us always have, that we're going to buy a bar. Yeah. But you're doing it. I, I'm so, so excited. I wish, I wish you luck. I, I know you're excited, but I would imagine you're a little like, ooh, let's see if this works out. <laughs> with, the, with this kind of community behind me, I, I always say the only thing I have to do is just not screw it up. Listen, it's a good neighborhood. You support it, it'll support you. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Absolutely. I'm sure of it. Well, thank you so much for having me over here and, and for this uh, beautiful Irish egg. I'll show one more time for the YouTube followers. You can see my the one piece that I already ate. I'm going to have to finish the rest of it here. And uh, cheers, my friend. Cheers. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local country financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Dr. Usher, huh? Dr. Usher. He says drusher.com. He knows exactly what he's doing. He Dr. put his Usher. website right up here with his name. That's I amazing. I got to make that cheddar, baby. I like it. Well, what are you a doctor of? Are you a medical doctor? Or are you a doctor of funk? Like, what are you a doctor of? I'm a doctor of love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm a psychologist. Oh, you're a psychologist. All right. So here, you can help me with this news story. This is perfect yes. timing. Okay. Oh, because God. Here we you, go. First of all, did you ever watch The Office, Dr. Usher? The American yes. version with Steve Carell and all those guys. Yes, I hated it, but I, I still will watch it for some reason. How do you just hate see. The Office? So do you remember the episode where uh, Michael's in the car with Dwight and they're using the GPS and they follow the GPS perfectly and drive right into Lake Scranton? Why would I remember an episode? Well, I remember that. I remember that. Okay, so obviously I'm a bigger Office fan. The reason yes. I asked that question is that was something that was funny on television. It actually really happened yesterday. A man and woman on vacation in Hawaii following their GPS went and drove off of a boat launch into the ocean Who? Why, and what? had to be rescued from their rental car as they floated out into the Pacific Ocean. 
and started singing. Oh my god! Okay, so you're you're a doctor. I don't know how blunt I can be on a show like this. Uh, you listen, you you go nuts, and then I'll just apologize okay, later. Just don't that's get something that white people would do, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the picture real quick. I'm just gonna just I, I mean I'm sure there's, there's a picture of them here, and yes, they appear to be white. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the picture is white. Okay. Well. Okay. So psychologically, there's no explanation for that, right? I mean, that's why no, I brought that probably up. Probably whiteness. Just whiteness. That's right. That's great. That's great. You know, I'm white. I've never driven into the water. No, no, you're you're cool, man. I like you. I like your voice. <laughs> I won't tell you. Can I tell you? Since we since we brought up since we brought up that the, there there are dumb white people and there are smart white people and he likes my voice. I will <laughs> give you something that you might get a kick out of. Okay. okay when yeah. I was a nine one one dispatcher, the amount of times that I would have a black police officer come up and be shocked that I was the guy on the other end because they were all convinced that I was a black guy. <laughs> it would happen all the time. It would happen all the time. All yeah. the time. Dude, if I call 911, hurt your voice, I'd be like, if I was gay, I'd be like, hey, dude, can we go out? <laughs> I think the interactions with callers on the new live show on Thursday nights, kicking off at 8 p.m. each and every Thursday through YouTube and also on Facebook and Twitter, just follow the EP podcast on one or all of those formats. I think that when we get people on and we just start talking with people, it's the most fun. It, it, it brings me back a little bit to when I used to get to do live radio. I've also realized that that show has to be completely different from this show. Like, I may play highlights from time to time from it, but that's a completely different show. So, you know, if you like the EP podcast, you want to stay local, you want to kind of interact with us, you want to see your neighbors, uh, you want to be seen, check that thing out live each and every Thursday now. The EP podcast goes live at 8 p.m. I had to go down to 555 West Harrison recently. Uh, For those that don't know what that is, that's a courtroom or a courthouse that basically has some of the the roughest cases in it. Uh, It's mostly domestic violence. It's people getting orders of protection. I was down there to help somebody else out, but I observed something that was just absolutely crazy down there. Now, the first thing you notice when you go into this building is that basically the entire courtroom is women. Okay. Okay. These are all women who are in these very dangerous relationships who have had to build up like a lot of nerve to come in and ask for help from the courts. Right. Okay. It's scary. I can imagine how scary that is. We're sitting there with it, but that's what it is. The thing that struck me though, that was crazy is that you have these people who have been battered, attacked, harmed, intimidated, frightened, have to like, you know, build up enough to just go down there and go do it. Because when you're in that kind of a situation, it's very difficult to get out of that situation. And I used to have to study it when I was a 911 dispatcher. We'd go to specific things about domestic incidents and things like that. You have these people and they're going down there. Now, this is only a couple of weeks ago. That building is the only building that I have been in in a year. I mean, maybe it's less, but I mean, it seems like it's been a long time where there's a requirement where they have to put a mask on when they walk in. But the crazy thing, but the crazy thing, it just ended. Okay. So they just took this away. But when we went a couple of weeks ago, it was still going on. The crazy thing was though, that while they have guards telling them to keep their mask on, uh, court people telling them to keep their mask on, people walking around and making announcements constantly like the pandemic just started yelling at them, 
terrible. We took an elevator ride and a woman was yelling at everybody in the elevator. When you walk into the judge's chambers, you better have it on and it better be over your nose and blah, blah, blah. Well, you walk into the judge's chambers and the judge doesn't have one on. The stenographer doesn't have one on. The lawyers don't have one on. In fact, all the state's attorneys don't have one on. Nobody's wearing one except for the poor battered women that are in the room. Chris, that's terrible. It was terrible. I sat there and watched this and I was absolutely amazed by the way that people didn't understand how horrible that was. So essentially what you do is you have all these women that were coming down the court who have gone through these horrible, awful things, right? And they're being yelled at as they're trying to get their their orders to protect themselves. Yes. Because they don't have their cloth over their face properly at a time when this is already over. And nobody Even else is wearing it. Even the president declared it. Meanwhile, over. half the half the courts or half of the actual deputies with the guns on their hips have don't wear one. The, all the state's attorneys didn't have them on. The judges didn't have them on. Everybody, they got to go stand in front of them. I watched a girl try to speak through her mask and the judge yelled at her that she wasn't talking loud enough through her mask while she's describing how she was assaulted by some man and she needs help from the court while the judge didn't wear one yelling at her that she needs to speak up because she has to keep hers on. Chris, this is terrible. It's a real thing that I actually witnessed at 555 West Arizona just a couple of weeks ago. Horrible. And, and, and the thing is, like, I mean, like, you would never know it unless you went down her. It's absolutely horrible. Think about it. I'm a judge. And so I deserve to be able to tell you to do anything because this is my courtroom. I'm going to make you, this person who's been battered and attacked, who's coming and asking for help, do something that I won't do myself. And then I'm going to stand over you and I'm going to yell at you for not talking loud enough through the thing I'm forcing you to do. And that was a real thing that I witnessed just a couple of weeks ago. Chris, and I, horrible. And I, and, well, who's talking? Nobody's talking about it. Like, what could they do? Could they throw? Is it a Cook County order? Is it a government order? I don't, I don't they, even. But here's the funny thing: if it is, if it was right, then the people who are in charge should also be following the order. And yes. what they're doing is they're saying we don't need to follow it. You do. That's a and power they're doing, trip. And they're doing it. To, that's exactly right. They're putting a power trip on somebody. That's. That's been through Who trauma. feels powerless. Yes. Because they've been traumatized so Chris, terribly that they've terrible. shown up. It's a real thing. I should call that into like people I know in the news. There like, you go, Hannah. I gave you something. You I gave, gave me something. I gave you a news tidbit right there. I'm going to okay? call this in. There you go. Hannah's calling it in now. I'm calling it in. <laughs> I got connections. I still got them. If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. Full Taster Bar, great CBD products, right there on the northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. See all they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com or stop in and see them. 
3148 West 95th Street. The Village of Evergreen Park Public Works Department is hiring several hard-working and energetic laborers for temporary summer employment. Position is limited to working hours between May and August and you will be responsible for a variety of manual labor projects for the Public Works Department. Go to the Village website to learn more. The Farmer's Market has returned. Hannah and I are actually thinking about going there this Thursday. May's theme is all things spring. Check out vendors with spring plants and flowers. Market is open every Thursday through October the 26th from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. at Yukich Field, 89th and Kedzie. You have any questions, OCS is who you call, 708-422-8776. The Recreation Department is having a summer dance camp. In fact, several of them are going to be at the Evergreen Park Senior Center at 9547 South Homan. It's open to kids 3 to 8. Assorted skill levels and fun themes, and they begin in mid-June. The entire Recreation Department program book is online on the Village website. It's got everything from Taekwondo to adult strength training, Tai Chi, adult paint and sip, kids arts and crafts, all of the summer day camps. If you have any questions, 708-229-3373. And the Great American Broadcast is coming this weekend a fully staged old-time radio variety show put on by the Evergreen Park Candlelight Theater. Friday the 12th, Saturday the 13th, 7.30 p.m. shows, Evergreen Park Senior Center at 9547 South Holman Avenue. If you want to learn more about the broadcast, the last episode of the EP Podcast had Glenn Panuski on talking all about it. It should be one heck of a show. Final segment brought to you by SidSauce.net. They grow the peppers in Evergreen Park. They bottle the sauces here. They deliver them to your door, a local business that makes the best hot sauces I've ever had. It's the only hot sauce we keep in our house. You can see all the varieties and pick out some for yourself at a great price at SidSauce.net. I'm taking the kids on a uh, on a field trip this week. Oh, nice. Um, I'm going with my, my little guy to Brookfield Zoo. I got on as a chaperone because it's my birthday. Ah. So, like, Eric, I said I wanted to be a chaperone. And they haven't let me be a chaperone over at the school in a while. Okay, the last administration, I was done after I was a chaperone. I'll tell you why in a second. But I was I was. I booted. think I remember this I was booted story. off the list. I was booted I off the list this. of chaperones. Like, unofficially. I wasn't told I was off, but I was off. Okay. But I'm, I'm back on now. And Erica wrote, like, it's his birthday. So when they figured out the chaperones, the teacher was, of course, oh, well, we're going to have Mr. Lanuti because it's his birthday. So I, I got myself back in. I got myself in trouble before I tell you about like, you know, well, we're going to Brookfield Zoo. There's really nothing else to say here. I got myself in trouble, though, a couple of years ago because I went with the older kids. Yes. And I went on a trip, I want to say to Springfield or something like that. Yep. And, you know, older kids can be a little obnoxious. And the, and the problem was, I remember that day vividly, me and a guy who's a police officer in the neighborhood are the two male chaperones. Our, our, our kids are girls. We have our daughters in there, right? Now, girls generally are far less obnoxious than boys. I know some people might not be able to wrap their heads around this. Like, let's say you only, I'm pretty obnoxious. Let's say you only have boys right now. You're very mad at me for saying that. But I have a boy and I have a girl. And while she can be obnoxious, there's nothing like the level he can get to when he's rolling. <laughs> When he's rolling with his male friends, he gets even crazier. 
And so, like, I got stuck for the day because I was a male. And the police officer father got stuck for a day because he was a male with all the boys. They were like, well, you, you could hang with the boy. None of these are my kids. So you spend the day watching somebody else's kids when you signed up for hanging with your kid on the trip to Springfield. Right. So it was a trying, vicious, awful. <laughs> vicious. It was. Because you know what? I can't yell. Like, it's not my kid, right? Like, I mean, like, we all like to say I'd love it to be back in the day. You know, back in the day. Like, if you, if you know, your kid if you, if you yell, store. if your kid got yelled at by the neighbor, you'd yell at your kid because he must have done something wrong right. because you trusted the neighbor. And you know what? I would react that way. But not everybody reacts that way. Right. So you don't want to start laying into some kid who's who's acting up. You don't want to do that. You don't want to jump over because it ain't your kid. Right. The point is, I'm not supposed to be babysitting. The teachers are supposed to be babysitting. Mm-hmm. But the teachers are basically like, oh, we're done with these guys. You too. You're men. <laughs> You'll be able to communicate with you're the young men. men. And we got stuck with kids that weren't ours. So at the end, I was pretty aggravated about the whole thing. And I think I, I made, some, made some joke about it on Facebook and people got upset about it. And that was the end of that. Wow. And it wasn't even a bad joke. It was just me basically sitting there saying, I don't, I don't really like hanging out with seventh grade boys. I mean, I don't know who does. Who does? <laughs> would, you, would, you rather, would you rather me write, I love hanging out with seventh grade boys and I'm not related to it? I don't That's really. That's kind of creepy. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of creepy. Weird. It's kind of creepy. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. <laughs>